Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing? Hey, friends, it's Steve here. And Larson. And welcome to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you're going to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine podcasts are. Hey, you know what? Because I was telling people that, hey, you know what? Leave a rating or review if you want to support the show. We got bumped up to like, 100, like 121 in the uh, pod, iTunes podcast sports and rec category rankings. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. So later on today, I'm going to give a shout-out to our new patrons right before we do questions. Tomorrow, I'm going to give a shout-out to the people who left a rating. I'm sorry, a review. I can't give a shout-out if you just leave a rating. I yeah, don't think. think but a review, that. I'm going to give a shout-out to the people who did that. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's awesome. All you people are awesome for supporting it. Speaking of supporting Going In Raw, we're going to give a shout-out to our sponsor, the Original Craft Beer Club. We want to say thank you to the Original Craft Beer Club. Uh, the Original Craft Beer Club discovers exceptional craft brews from around the country and delivers them to your door, or you can get it as a gift for someone and send it to their door. Guess who? Your birthday already went by, Larson. Yeah, yours is coming up, though. I got a birthday coming up, so you can send it to Steve Here's Door. I can drink beer. Uh, but we've got, also got like a discount thing. You want to read that? Oh, you don't have it up here. Going in raw listeners can now get $10 off orders of three months or more by going to craftbeerclub.com forward slash going in raw, all one word. The link is in the description. You'll be supporting going in raw by clicking the link. So if you don't want to be like a patron, if you don't feel like leaving a review, if you want to sponsor, if you want to help support the show, click on that link that's right there at the top of the description. Yeah, we'll go into more detail about the original craft beer club later on the show. Yeah, we were drinking that original craft beer club beer. Um, during SummerSlam. Yep. It was tasty. Um, we're also, like I said earlier, on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, we've got a bunch of people watching right now in chat. Today is Chat Trivia Day. It is. So during the Going In Raw post show for all you patrons, we're going to be doing Chat Trivia after the show. That's correct. So that's a lot of fun. And uh, we're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. we got a bunch of t-shirts over there. You can check it out, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in or out. We've got a great bunch of great designs. We've, we've actually uh, sold a couple. Yeah, I know. I wonder, I wonder if because I said the other day we unlock more designs. That's true, yeah. If we sell more shirts. Yeah, the more. So if you go buy a couple shirts, you're going to be potentially unlocking new designs. Yep. We've already got a bunch up here in the yeah. old noggin. Yeah, and I think I promised already the first one that will be up mm-hmm. Cold Water Larson. Yeah. That will be up yeah. once we unlock. New designs. Oh, yeah. 
Good stuff. Let's talk about SmackDown, Steve. I was absolutely delighted by SmackDown last night, Larson. Yeah, it was a fun show. Whoa! So what did you like better, Raw or SmackDown? Just get that out of the way. Probably SmackDown. Really? Yeah. I, for me, it was SmackDown by a mile. But you also uh, actively disliked Raw. You ah, that. hold on a second. Actively disliked you it? I disliked it. Is there a difference between actively disliking it and just disliking it? Can you passively dislike something? Yeah, I think that's what I did I mean, you told, you, you told me you thought it was trash. Yeah, it was garbage. So that seems like active dislike. Yeah, okay, all right. You got me there. Uh, yeah, no, I actively loved SmackDown last night. I thought it was fantastic. There was a lot of good stuff going on. So that, yeah. was, that was my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> it was fine. Show's done. Show's over. Yeah, see you later. Time yeah. for chat trivia. <laughs> I'm just anxious to get to chat trivia. All right, well, let's kick off. Let's start. Yeah, the show the started show. off with AJ Styles, still United States champion, walking out to the ring. There was a lot of moments that I thought were, I'm not going to say unintentionally hilarious. Well, yeah, there are a couple moments that I thought were unintentionally hilarious, but not in a way that the WWE, like, they look like fools or what anything. What was unintentionally hilarious about this segment? Oh, not this segment necessarily, but Baron Corbin being the guest rap. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, And especially how that resolved itself. I was cracking. Uh, I was, oh, my, I was so tickled by it. The entire episode of SmackDown, I was just tickled. So, yeah, AJ Styles comes out. He says, the U.S. title open challenge is back, and it starts right now. And I know a lot, in the, a lot of people in the crowd thought, okay, it might be Bobby Roode. It might be Shelton Benjamin. Um, nope, it was Kevin Owens. Yeah, I saw that coming from a mile away. So he comes out, and, and he goes into great detail. Um, sorry, he, Shane comes out, yeah, and then Kevin Owens goes into great detail about how he should have won the match at SummerSlam because yeah. there was a spot where uh, Kevin Owens power bombed uh, AJ Styles near the ropes. Right, uh, AJ put his foot on the ropes pretty much as soon as Owens uh, attempted the pin. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane didn't see it until his hand was falling to the mat to count to three count, mm-hmm. um, and so Kevin Owens says. How come I didn't win? You counted three. Well, he said, you know, remember the week that uh, Mike Mike Kyoto was ref out there. Ref decision stands. Exactly. And so uh, Shane was saying, no, the ref decision does stand in that I waved off my decision. Yeah. So um, so there was all that back and forth. Um, AJ Styles interrupted and said, well, you're a whiny little bitch. Whoa! Flagged, demonetized AJ Styles. <laughs> So he got the little yellow icon right there. Um, that I, I, first thing I was like, "Oh, I'm very tickled right now" because he called him a whiny little bitch. Whoa! Yeah, I don't hear that very often from on uh, WWE television. No, you don't. Wow. Um, but anyways, AJ was so pumped up that he was willing to accept not only another match with Kevin Owens, but uh, Kevin Owens' demand that he gets to choose his own referee. And AJ Styles, I don't care if it's your mom. You're still going to lose. Yep. <laughs> wow. So that led to sort of a uh, a running theme through the night. Kevin Owens trying to find himself yeah, that was all really good. a guest referee. And it was all really good. And the cameo from the fashion police was my favorite. That was, <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> to be continued. Not continued. Continue walking. Oh, I was like, oh, <laughs> I loved it. I love it. Um, after that opening promo, we go to Daniel Bryan backstage. In walk the Singh brothers. They're there. And they introduce Jinder Mahal. (laughs) Introduced to Daniel Bryan. Who did? Jinder's got to be standing like two feet away off camera. Yeah, 
far enough just so he's not in the shot. It could be six inches. <laughs> exactly. And so they, they they introduce Jinder Mahal. He comes into the shot. He looks like a million bucks, yeah, by does. the way. He looks fantastic. Yeah, he, he looks great. A black suit with like a maroon, like a burgundy tie. It was beautiful. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, so uh, at, at the end of all this, Daniel Bryan told the Singh brothers they'll be facing... Nakamura. If they seem to get involved in all the action. They're yeah. going to have their own fight against Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. In uh, a handicap match later on the evening. That match tickled me to death, too. And I'll tell you why when we get to it. Next up, we had Kevin Owens backstage. The first of these running vignettes where uh, Kevin Owens will walk up to somebody and ask them to be the ref, essentially. Mm-hmm. First was Sami Zayn. Yes. And uh, uh, Kevin Owens walks up with a really, very, uh, you know, like conciliatory mm-hmm. sure. yeah. Yeah. tone. Trying to make peace with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of problems in the past. Correct. And Sami, you know, says, I'll think about it. Yeah. But so I've been watching your DVD. Sami Zayn says, I've been watching your DVD, <laughs> the Kevin Owens story. <laughs> and uh, uh, it's like, I, I see us fighting so long, I kind of forget what we're fighting for. Kevin mm-hmm. goes, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Let's just forget about all that. Let's stop fighting. Let's stop fighting each other. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, Here's the thing. Since you got to SmackDown, you haven't been doing a lot. Yeah. So you should help me out and be a guest rep. <laughs> <laughs> Probably wasn't the approach. Yeah, but the, the right <laughs> way to go about things. Dick about things though. Uh, next up, we had um, Aiden English comes out. Spotlight on Aiden English. Seeing he had new pants. I believe it was Edvard Monk's. Uh, the scream was on his oh, pants. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he starts singing. Uh, house lights go down. Mm-hmm. You hear the piano chord. Boom! Boom. Crowd pops. Goes ballistic. Yeah. Bobby Roode. You know what? I'll, so you have a problem with this. A bit. Yeah, you got a problem with this whole... Uh, I, I didn't necessarily... I thought it wasn't as effective. There's, there's little things and there's one big thing that kind of bugs me It wasn't me about. as effective or as impactful, I think, as it could have been. For me, there's three things. Okay, go ahead. Um, and I'll do them in order of, in my mind, importance. One, um, uh, Bobby Roode is very much playing the face. He's a glorious heel. I understand why... He's going to make his debut. Necessary. Pop. It's necessary. The crowd, it, it won't, there's nothing he can do to get heat. Nothing anybody could have done to, to get heat. Yeah. So I understand why. Bug me a little bit. Okay. Two, um, I feel like it should have been pretty much a squash match. I feel like when Aiden English did his bow before the match started and, and Bobby Roode kicked him, he should have DDT'd him right there. Yeah. End of the match. Impact. That I don't necessarily disagree with, although I think a case could be made for the actual competitive match it was. Bobby Roode is not like a Braun Strowman type. He's not the guy who comes in and immediately destroys people. He's a tactician. He, he doesn't need... He doesn't need but also to have he, he that takes, he, take, he takes advantage of opportunities, and when someone bows in front of you... Uh, and all he did was kick him. Mm-hmm. You could have DDT'd him. Yeah, and I and that's why I will agree with your point on the grounds that it would have been an impactful, you know, glorious DDT kicking his music. Crowd have been going ballistic. And then I, he can do his promo or his interview with Renee Young. I agree. I agree completely. That that's how it should have been booked. Uh, um, third, and this one really bugged me. If you're gonna have a match, a full on match. Why do you take a commercial break in the middle of Bobby Roode's debut? Yeah. His first match on SmackDown. You immediately make the match seem kind of unimportant. Pedestrian. By having a commercial break right in the middle. Yeah. Terrible idea. I don't disagree with that. Uh, so, no, I'm, I'm on board with pretty much everything you said, except for the him being heel thing. He there's no way around. You cannot complain about something there's no way around. That's the thing. I can't. Well, you I just, just did. You just did. <laughs> um, here, honestly, here's like one of my only uh, problems with it. And I think the squash match thing, yeah. I have two problems. One big problem and one really, really minor problem, like infant. 
I don't like, once again, they have changed his entrance. Yeah. Number, there's two things about that bug me. Well, there's a couple things about the, the, uh, the change of the entrance that I like. I like all the, the, the fog. I like the light. Well, that's not really changed then. It's, it's, it's a slight change. Okay. It's, it's like, improved production. They made, they made it back. Yeah, improved production. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. They went back to his original Titantron package as mm-hmm. opposed to the one you had at TakeOver last. Mm. Um, but the, the addition of the glorious mm. and the Titantron. Oh, that I didn't like. Awful. Because he turns around, and I hope they don't do this every week. He turns around, and it just sort of slides in. And it's the, the worst animation. It looks like it looks like a, a Windows 95 screensaver animation. It's really it bad. It looks terrible. Um, here's my other thing that really bugged the crap out of me. When he got in, now there's two things. This is a really small one. When he got into the ring, he didn't do the oh the yeah yeah yeah, the yeah yeah yeah. I love the bouncing off yeah, the ropes thing too. because he kind of dances back yeah, and like goes too. with the music. I know. In that this too. case, they just had him do this, which is like too Randy Orton for my taste. So yeah, that that really bugged me because I really love the bouncing off the ropes thing. Yeah, I do too. Um, but and I, I will say this. This is what bugged me is that he wasn't immediately launched into some big thing with some big person. And that could be any number of things. But you didn't immately feel like he was the main event player that he is. He yeah. should immediately... Apart from him saying that whenever, whatever he's involved in is box office. Right, exactly. After the match, yeah. And I know I, it, it will be a matter of weeks, if not a week, before he is launched into something that big. But... I really would have liked to have seen something, uh, a number one contendership match of some sort, or if he, he has entered into it as uh, sort of a mystery thing. How maybe about this? how about you know the 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 opening segment goes as booked between AJ and Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and maybe at the end of that, bong. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He walks out. Yeah, and just delivers a promo yeah. saying, "Why are you two fighting?" Right, exactly. The real box office yeah. is right here. Yeah. Once you two are done fighting. I got dibs. That's exa- that is exactly the kind of debut he should have made. Mm-hmm. And that's the bigger that was the bigger thing for me was I kind of understand you're sort of introducing him to, to smack the, it should have been bigger than that. Oh yeah. It should have no, been I definitely agree. That. I agree. So yeah, we're we're on the same page there. Um that being said, it was I mean just the sight of him coming to SmackDown, uh the entire arena, the look on Bobby Roode's face who really couldn't he couldn't stay in heel Bobby Roode character. He seemed very delighted. He seemed very d- tickled uh, by the response that he got in. And again, it's validation for the NXT way of doing things. Introduce them, as you like to say, establish their own brand yep. on that show. Yep. Uh, familiarize the Establish their character. Exactly, yeah. So um, I like all that. I, I said from day one that Bobby Roode was immediately ready for Maine. However, going the NXT route simply... Ads. Oh to, yeah. Oh yeah. To your guy. Um, yeah, Bobby Roode. Oh, yeah. Sorry, he won with the glorious DDT in a match that took way too long. Yeah. And then uh, he gave a short interview with Renee Young after mm-hmm. the match. Yeah. Said that you know whatever he's involved in, box office. The box office. Shane and Daniel uh, broke the bank to bring the hottest free agent in wrestling to SmackDown. Yeah, I liked all that too. Um, and SmackDown was great, but now it's glorious. Yes, that's correct. So, so I wonder if he's going to address it all. His title loss in NXT, I think I read something this morning that he's still going to do a few more dates to wrap up storyline, which would make sense. I hope he needs so, to have yeah. a blow off with Roderick Strong. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of precedent for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, next up, we had uh, Daniel Bryan and Chad Gable backstage, where Daniel uh, Bryan introduced Chad Gable's new tag team partner. He says, you know, we didn't get nothing for Jason Jordan. 
even though you could consider that like a salary dump. <laughs> they, they did you know, they did benefit from it. They got rid of Jason Jordan. Um, he says, I, uh, Kurt Angle agreed to help me sign one of his friends. Here he is, Shelton Benjamin. Shelton Benjamin comes in to frame. We're all very happy, and Chad Gable is especially happy. So yeah. you're gonna, he's going to be your new tag team partner. Um, and uh, and he, Chad Gable starts marking out saying, you know, I, I love you. Yeah, I've been following your stuff since college, and uh, Sheldon Benjamin says, you know, I've been following your career kind of too. And uh, and then Chad Gable very excitedly, or Daniel Bryan says, you guys are going to be, you know. Have uh, a match next week. Exactly. Chad Gable is very excited about that. And he goes off and Sheldon Benjamin sort of like, as you would with like a very excited puppy dog, <laughs> you know, gives Daniel Bryan a look of, oh, you know, here I am. <laughs> Daniel Bryan says, welcome to SmackDown. And uh, it was great. I loved it. I really hope they do sort of like a, I'm too old for this shit. Kind of thing with uh, Shelton Benjamin. Yeah. I think that'd kind of be the way to go. Yeah, you know, the old wisened veteran guy and uh, happy, excited, uh, scrappy the, dude. The energy, you know? yeah, of Chad Gable. Yes, there's, there's, there's. I think the SmackDown right. There's a lot of room for fun there. Yes, with those guys. Agreed. Um, after that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn again backstage. Kevin Owens hands Sami a referee shirt, mm-hmm. and, and Sami says, "You know, no, not going to do it." Yeah. That's pretty much it. That was the end of, of Kevin Owens uh, uh, trying to uh, convince Sami Zayn to be the ref for that match. After that, Hype Bros versus the Usos. Yeah, only one Hype Bro was wearing his Hype Bro outfit. The other one was not wearing Hype Bro outfit, uh, Zack Ryder. Um, but they seemed happy. I, I, always, I still get the feeling, like, even after all this time, that Zack Ryder would rather be single man oh yeah <laughs> as opposed to I mean that's the impression I've gotten the entire time he's been a hype bro I know that's what I'm saying back to NXT what am I doing here yeah I mean I feel like he feels like that for both guys but Mojo will never show that on his face Mojo's no. too much of a professional yeah um, uh, Usos went over Jimmy Uso pinned Zack Ryder after a super kick mm-hmm. and then after the match the Usos dropped the promo yeah Usos are really good no I love the Usos they're great who would have thought I'd ever say that, but I love the Usos. They're great. Uh, next up, we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus the Bollywood Boys, the Singh Brothers. I was cracking up, dude. Number one, they didn't. They, they showed up in their dress attire in their Sunday best, not in ring gear. Yeah, I know. So that's one thing. And the other thing is, why didn't they just bum rush Shinsuke, Shinsuke Nakamura? Why did they approach him like they were like uh, ninjas in a uh, generic ninjas in a karate well, movie? I mean, uh, uh, he's they're a, going like this, and Shinsuke has all the time in the world to take him on one on one. Because they should have just rushed him. Because he's still the premier striker in all WWE. They should have just rushed him. Why didn't they just rush him? Why didn't they just rush him and both go flying at him at the same time? He can't take them both out at the same time. He could. A couple strikes. If you have two guys coming at you, like, what you gonna do this? <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> okay, all right. Proven wrong. Point taken. Uh, still, I thought it was really fun. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Because <laughs> they really did. It really did. It looked kind of like a, like a Bollywood movie. It looked like their, their origin story. <laughs> it did. All we needed was like the crazy cool dancing. Well, I they think do. they were just proceeding with caution because Nakamura is a legitimate fighter. Well, yes, that's what they were doing. I'm just saying there's two of them. Bum rush them and, you know, you might be able to tackle them. That's a better option than slowly approaching him, knowing that you're in a fight. Well, actually, it's a the, better what option. What they should have done is one slowly approach um, 
have him be the center of attention, then the other one can yeah, stagger it, bum yeah. rush from behind. Or one guy like attacks his knee, the other guy waits a second and then goes after you yeah, know. Yeah. Because one, if you have one dude on your knee, one both of them should not bum rush. One should should take the focus. Other one bum rush. Mm-hmm, right, exactly. Yeah, there you go. See, we're on the compromise. We're on the same page now. Um, Shinsuke ended up winning, and it was funny because he was treating them both as one man. Like, you know, yeah, he, he stacked them up he for the knee in the up. corner yeah. and, and for good vibration. He gave him the good vibration. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, Shinsuke won by submission. Who did he submit? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. One of with them. a triangle. And then uh, Jinder gets in the ring. I don't even know their names, to be honest with you. Um, attacks them. And then uh, Irv. Gerv? No, that's when they were the Bollywood boys. They have different names now. Oh, they have different first names, too? Yeah. It's not Irv and Gerv? No. Gerv. Get myself in trouble. So, uh, Kinshasa to gender. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke uh, stands tall. So, this and continues. This is great. It continues. We're leading to... What's their next pay-per-view? I don't know if SmackDown has one in September. I know there's no Mercy. That's a Raw show. Yeah. So, it would have to be... Uh, Hell in the Cell is the next one I know of for sure. That's a SmackDown pay-per-view, but that's not till October. Okay. Well, it's going to be October then. Yeah. So, they just, they're not going to have one in September. Hold on, hold on one second. Let me double check. It seems well, like Because on the show last night, dude, if they're not advertising one yeah, they weren't. for September, because they were advertising No Mercy last night during SmackDown. Yeah, so maybe SmackDown isn't getting a... They're not going to get September, an October one. Or early September one, you mean? Yeah, that'd have to be two weeks from now. Yeah, there's nothing uh, confirmed yet. Mm-hmm. Next confirmed is October 8th. Oh, so just after No Mercy. Okay, that makes sense then. Yeah. They they start their pay-per-view schedule again a month after SummerSlam and then yeah. go every two weeks at that point, probably. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they don't have anything announced. And then TLC. TLC is two weeks after Hell in a Cell, and that's yeah. the raw one. Yeah. Okay. And then a month after that, Survivor Series. Okay. And then the only one after that confirmed is Clash of Champions. No Mercy. So, yeah, they got a whole month plus to build up for... The title change. Yeah, it's good stuff. It is. Uh, anyways, uh, before we move on to the next bit of the show, we're going to talk about today's sponsor. It's the Original Craft Beer Club. The Original Craft Beer Club discovers exceptional craft brews from around the country and delivers them to your door or a gift recipient's door. It's my birthday coming up. It's my birthday soon. Uh, makes a great gift for Steve's birthday, Steve's anniversaries, or Steve holidays. Steve Day. Steve Day. Is that what your birthday is going to be, really? <laughs> each beer Beer mass. Each beer featured is from a small, independent craft brewery with limited distribution. What does that mean? It means it doesn't go everywhere. Limited. It's hard distribution to find it. is hard limited. To find it. Each yeah. shipment contains 12 12-ounce 12 beers from two featured breweries, with each brewery offering two different styles. What's great is, say, you live on the East Coast. You we don't, don't live on the East Coast. We, we live on the West Coast. I'm not talking about us. Oh. Not you as in Steve. Oh. <laughs> The royal you. Sure. Say you, not Steve, but you, right. listening to the show, live on the East Coast. You right. don't have access to craft breweries in California, but with the original Craft Beer Club, you can discover great beers that you may otherwise never get to try. Nice. And it's not just some, it's not like some, It's not like Steven Larson's beer out of my garage. It's high quality stuff. A lot of these beers have been in uh, major craft beer competitions. They all have high ratings. And each month, the selected craft breweries are located states apart. So there's no chance of distribution overlap. Yeah, shipments also include a monthly newsletter that has a story behind the beer, what's in it, and where it originated, and includes recipes to try with selected brews and some beer trivia. And it's always free shipping. There's no membership fee or obligation. And new members can receive up to three free bonus gifts. That's more than any other beer club, Larson. It includes a one-year subscription to Beer Connoisseur E-Magazine, a bottle opener, and a coaster collection of 
four coasters. Yeah, and Going In Raw listeners can now get $10 off orders of three months or more by going to www.craftbeerclub.com slash goingraw. Again, go to www.craftbeerclub.com slash goingraw, all one word, to get $10 off an order of three months or more. And once again, thank you very much, Original Craft Beer Club, for sponsoring Going In yes. Raw. If you guys thank want you very to much. help support us, then click on that link in the description and check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, getting back to the show. Uh, next up, we had Kevin Owens backstage. It's one of my favorite segments of a show that had a lot of great segments. Uh, he was uh, – <laughs> they approached him. Yeah, they wanted to be special guest ref, right? <laughs> exactly. They were wearing rompers. <laughs> Romp him. <laughs> Romp him. And uh, uh, they were trying to give uh, Kevin reasons as to why they'd make a great re- guest referees. And uh, one of them was, uh, I think Fandango said, yes, and we make sexy zebras. <laughs> and they fist bumped on that one. And Kevin Owens immediately got mad at them, started yelling at them, and they started walking away. And Tyler Breeze said, to be continued. And he said, no, not continued. Continue walking. <laughs> I was cracking. Oh, that's so good. I was cracking up. But then, right on the heels of that, uh, Kevin Owens got a very awkward hand pat on the shoulder, which he looked annoyed by. And it was Baron Corbin, he just says, if you win, I get first crack at U.S. title. <laughs> exactly. And uh, Kevin Owens said, all right, fine. Yeah, fine. You get to be guest so ref. So Baron Corbin is guest I'm referee. I'm now guest. But now that he is a ref, he can criticize what refs do. Exactly. Now he can criticize. You know what, man? It bugs the crap out of me, though. I saw some, because I saw some idiot on Twitter. I'm sure Baron Corbin gets this a lot. But just like, I don't know, it's the guy talking crap to Baron Corbin, and Corbin talked like a little crap, a little bit of crap back. And I'm like, why? Why? Why would you do? Why would anybody on Twitter tag Baron Corbin and say, hey, oh, I know. you're a crap performer? Like, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't get like, that either. It's one thing, hey, you know, we're buddies, we're sitting here talking. We're on a podcast, so it's kind of like, hey, we're all buddies talking. And it's one thing for us to critique the product that we're watching. At no point have I tagged Baron Corbin in a tweet saying, you're not a good performer. Hey, dude, you don't know. I forget what it was. Hey, you're, you're just not good at pro wrestling. Like, what satisfaction exactly yeah, are you getting out of that? I know. That's the thing that bugs the crap out of me. It's one, it's one thing to sit here and criticize the movie actors, wrestlers, you know, whatever. Yeah. Performers. But it's another thing to go at them on Twitter. That's I like know. the exact wrong crap about like yeah. social media. Yeah, bugs agreed. the crap out of me. Me too. Why would it? Like, that's the most classless thing you oh, could I know. possibly do. I know. So, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know. Next. Like, yeah. for, so, from what I understand also, though, uh, apparently Cannon Grant got blocked uh, by Baron Corbin. I think on, like, Instagram or something. Maybe it was on Twitter. But he says, I didn't even tag the guy. Hmm. And so it's one thing if, if Baron or whoever is out there actively searching for his name if he's not being tagged. That's one thing. Yeah. It's, you know, it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's another thing if you're tagging the guy, trying to talk to him just to tell him, hey, you're crap. Yeah. I don't know. Be, you know, it's, 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 it's entertainment. I know. Have a little more class. I know. That's all I'm saying. Yes. Next. Anyways. Um, That's uh, my snowbox, Lars. There was a I just saw it and it annoyed me. Scheduled match between Natalia and Carmella against Naomi and Becky Lynch. Before the match, Natalia came out and dropped the promo. Yeah. And then Carmella came out and dropped the promo. Oh, man. And it was good. 
Carmella looked amazing. That new singlet she has on with that big dollar sign on mm-hmm. it. And so I love good black and white design. Mm-hmm. She looks like a million bucks with that thing on, man. Uh, I, that, that, she looks like a champion at this point. Well, and her promo was really good. No, too. I know. I liked it. I liked it. I liked the story of her. <laughs> she's tag teaming with Natalia. I know. He could so screw over her. Oh, that, that was the whole story of the that match, was, yeah. That was what she was saying. That was the entire story of the match. I thought it was good. It was good. Uh, the match itself is pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, about, I don't know, a third of the way through, Carmella got off the apron and just kind of milled about yeah. on the floor for a bit. And then she was considering cashing in. Yeah. At one point, uh, Natalia seemed like she was uh, ready to get pinned. Um, instead, she got back on the apron. Um, when she wasn't paying attention, Natalia tagged her in. Mm-hmm. So she had to come in. And eventually, she got pinned by Naomi after a split-legged moonsault. I like this, man. I liked it because, I mean, Naomi is traditionally a heel. Well, lately she has been. Who? I'm sorry, Natalia. Yes. Yeah, who did I say? Naomi. Naomi. Yeah, sorry, Natalia. I was making the point of why I'm glad they took the title off Naomi at SummerSlam in order to tell the story of the cash-in this way as opposed to your traditional, oh, face gets beat up, you know, by a heel, and then the cash-in happens. Yeah. This is kind of different. This is like a good way to have a heel-on-heel yeah. type cash-in. Yeah. It's different. I it like different. it. It's different. I like it, too. Yeah. Um, after that... Dolph is back. What was that? This was borderline when Jack Swagger showed up on SmackDown and said, The Rolling Stones! And everybody's like, what? Yeah. Where? Dolph was talking about how you, you, you get ahead in WWE by, and he listed like every gimmick. He listed like 20 different things that people are currently doing in the WWE. And then next, and he said, next week, I'm going to do all that. So is he going to be every gimmick? <laughs> Right. This something tells me this is this is going to be time spent that could be better used on Ty Dillinger, Sami Zayn, even the Canellises, Luke Harper, Luke Harper. Where's Luke Harper been? This is time spent that could be spent on other people. Instead, we're going to get some lame Dolph Meta thing. Yeah, that is like not very funny. No, not. Not very good. Not no. well executed. Yeah, that promo was all over the place, confusing. Way too long. Yes. Way too long. And I didn't really feel like he really even had a good point. <laughs> he didn't. It was Dolph's way. It's like, so essentially what you're saying is, Dolph, people do unique things to get ahead or to, to stand out. Stand out. In the WWE. But what he doesn't mention is behind all those gimmicks yeah. is personality. <laughs> Exactly. And as we saw through that promo, granted, we've seen personality from Dolph. Dude. As we've seen from that promo, it's a personality that he really needs to work on. He just comes off as whiny. And that's I know. Not, and here's the thing. That's what I mean. Like, in the past, we've seen, like, when he was four years ago and he was a heel. Yeah. There was personality oh, behind dude, his character. When it was him and AJ Lee and then Big yeah. E. Oh, I loved it. That was great. That was fantastic. There was personality there. Now, yeah. it's, it, yeah, his, like the last two years, it's just whiny Dolph. It's, it's bitter, like, like failed stand-up comedian yes. guy. That's exactly what it is. He's just mad that everybody else is getting a, getting screen time and he's not. I, I really, I want the best for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, absolutely. I really do. But if this is what creative behind him and then the delivery that he's going to give us, he's just not... He can't pull this off and make me care. Yeah. He can't, like, there are things Dolph can do to make me care. Like, his, his uh, feud with The Miz. Was spectacular. Was spectacular. There are things he can do to make me care. He can he can deliver passion, like, the passionate, overlooked guy, you know, that 
that just wants to fight. Without being whiny about it. He can pull that off. Yeah. But, man, this is not a good fit for him. No. But wait and see. I'm not optimistic. I just hope it literally is. He has a little bit of every gimmick. I would at least that would be at least that would be funny. Yeah, I might be tickled by that. Yeah, if it's overwhelmingly stupid, I'll be tickled by it. I hope you too. (laughs) I don't know what that means though. I I don't either. I don't know. I just interpret it when he said he's going to do all that next week. I assume okay. Literally, that's how I interpret every gimmick. He's going to be every gimmick. I don't know how you do that, but I'm I'm I'm. I'll watch it. That was great. I just flipped back to the live and stream. You're catching we up in, to real time. Yeah, we were like a yeah, <laughs> like a Benny Hill skit. Anyways, uh, next up we had Lana and Tamina backstage. I literally just tuned out during this. Oh, really? I was sitting there watching, and Lana was uh, talking about like t- what Tamina's motivation should be. Is that right? Kind of. Yeah, she was trying to uh, uh, channel uh, or, or put Tamina in a mindset to focus uh, her intensity. I didn't think it was bad. I thought like it was pretty People decent. think that you're like people overlook you because they think you're different. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. At first, that, that was that. That's I was I kind of tuned out too because I was I was trying to get uh, fun wrestling up. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then I was listening to what Lana was saying. I was like, okay, what is, where is this going? Yeah. By the end of it, and I thought Tamina's performance was believable. So when she opened her eyes, she looked intense. Yeah, that was good. I think. Um, um, so I mean, if this is the direction they're going, yeah. Somebody, I'm sorry. I'll pay some, attention. Somebody in chat. No, I actually, I like, I like the direction. It's just Lana being serious. Just, I don't know. I just started to now. Um, somebody mentioned uh, that Dolph was in a Cricket Wireless commercial. Yeah. Which uh, I didn't notice. Yeah. But I did notice the uh, Fashion Police's. Yeah, that was great. I thought that was great. I want more Fashion Files that look like that. Yeah. They're like filmed like that. Yes. Because that was good stuff. And Alexa Bliss. She looked great. Eating some pizza. She probably never does that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and twenty chicken McNuggets. But anyway, um, I, th- I think the at the end of this, it w- Lana said that Tamina would have a match next week where they would start mm. on the process. It's good. Of it's getting her into title Tamina contention. Story, Lana exactly. Something to do. It's good. I'm, exactly. I'm happy with it. I just tune out a little bit. Sometimes I tune out. Yeah. You can't hold my attention for everything. Sometimes you got to do other things. Sometimes. No, it was, I was literally sitting there watching it, and I was like. Oh, okay. He just zoned out, literally. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, hmm. But by the end, they got you back, right? Um, well, I mean, no. I mean, the oh. show did. But not like, that then I tuned in for AJ Styles. Because, oh, okay. like, it's sort of in the, back of my ho- in the back of my mind I heard her talking. So I was oh. kind of picking up on what was going on. Look, man, I'm sorry. I don't tell you. We watch a lot of wrestling. Uh, next up, we had uh, AJ Styles uh, and Baron Corbin backstage. So Baron was basically trying to broker deals in his awkward way. Yeah. Uh and, and then uh, and AJ said, he said, look, dude, uh, when I win this, when I keep, when I win the match tonight, the open challenge will be a weekly thing. You just step up to the challenge and you will have it. And then Baron Corbin gave him a big slap on the back and said, okay, champ, or something like that. Okay, champ. Okay, champ. Okay, AJ. <laughs> he had like the sleeves cut off the ref shirt. I know. It was funny to see uh, when Shane put it on. It was at least <laughs> yeah. three sizes too large for him. Okay. Anyway, let's get ahead of our stuff. Main event, AJ versus Kevin Owens for the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens' uh, last try for the U.S. title as long as AJ yeah, Styles. Yeah, they made that it. clear in the intro. Yeah. We didn't make that clear, but they made that clear in the intro that this would be. That's what Shane said. This would be your yeah. last 
a title shot as long as AJ was champion. Right, exactly. Uh, decent enough match. I still feel like they just needed to let these two guys just put on a five-star match I know, match once ready. again, we get another special guest referee, and this time it's Baron Corbin. Baron, to his credit, number one, wasn't doing a lot of refing. Every time I would sort of look at the TV or every time I'd notice him, he would just sort of be looking around, seeing what yeah. was going on. I don't think he's really been trained. His count was a little fast. Yeah, yeah, but he wasn't like... He wasn't going out of his way. No, 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 you no, know, no. He understands. I think he understood. His character understood that with Kevin Owens, he'd get a shot. With AJ Styles, he'd get a shot. Yeah. So he really doesn't have, you know, what a horse in the race, if you will. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, so there was that. Uh, Kevin Owens tried to take advantage of the situation a couple times. He pushed uh, AJ into Corbin, I believe. Right, right. Um, and then Corbin pushed AJ, and then Owens tried it for a roll-up attempt. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of... Similar to the spots that happened at SummerSlam. I, I might be confusing him right now. I just like the I like when when Corbin would say, "You can't, don't, I'm the ref. Uh, you're not me. And he'd point I'm at, ref. He pointed his ref badge. I'm ref badge. This this is me. After one uh, Corbin uh, fast counter something, Shane ran out. Right, yeah. Corbin at that point was pissed off at AJ, so he yep. started to fast count him. So Shane comes out and says, "You can't do that." You and can't. at one point, when Baron was trying to count a, a pinfall, Shane pulls him out of the ring. Yeah, oh, that because, was, sorry. Owens hit AJ with a low with blow the while low they blow, arguing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Owens goes for the, the pin. Shane pulls Corbin out of the ring. Corbin starts the yelling ball. at Shane, at which point I was completely and thoroughly tickled because Corbin was saying things like, I do what I want to do. I'm ref. And Shane was like, Shane's giving the low blow sign. He's yeah. like, you can't count that. You low blow. And so Baron Corbin takes off the shirt. He says, quits. You take it. He quits. He quit, and then Kevin Owens starts. Baron, Baron, hey, please don't leave me. I was cracking up. I thought it was great. I thought it was. I thought it was a high moment for Baron Corbin after he's had a lot of low moments lately. <laughs> oh, yes, quitting mid mid match. I thought it was fantastic. That was pretty funny. As the refer Baron referee Corbin, um, AJ wins with the phenomenal forearm, retains the title. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens out of the title picture for the foreseeable future. Yeah. I thought it was good, man. I like. Hopefully it. next week, uh, Bobby Roode will answer the uh, U.S. Open Challenge. Yeah, I wonder. Who's Start gonna, that program. Who's going to do it next week? I wonder. Hopefully, and build up to a match between the two of them at Hell in a Cell. I don't want them. I don't want them to mill about on Bobby Roode too much. I don't want like him next week to take on you know Mike Canellis. I know. know I know. He, he needs to start a story or a tie or something like that. That's that's if they do that, that's a real easy way for someone to get lost in the shuffle. If they don't have a story. I know. I know, exactly. So we need him injected in a story next week. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I, from what I understand, Vince really loves him some Bobby Roode. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but anyways, uh, let's shall we answer some questions. Yeah, why don't you pull them up? I, like I said, I'm going to uh, take a look at the patrons, the new patrons we've had. We have a lot of questions this week. Well, we we never answer them all, so... Just look, man. You guys on the on the Patreon, you got to remember to. Up-vote. Wow, this might be the the most uh, upranked, oh my upvoted gosh. question ever from Eddie Jose Glorious Menavar. Glorious power rankings times. Top five superstars Bobby Roode should feud with first. Number one is AJ Styles, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, AJ for the U.S. title. Yeah, Two, Sami Zayn. I think the Sami Zayn's kind of every man appeal mm-hmm. would pair nicely against Bobby Roode. Yeah. All right, I'm going to read these patrons, and then we'll do more questions. That was just a tease of the questions. Well, we are going to finish our power rankings still. Whoa. What, power rankings? Oh, we're going to power Let's rankings. Let's finish these power rankings. Five. Yeah, All we right, have we'll two. AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Ty Dillinger. Pick up the NXT thread. Why not? Yes, agree. That's what I was saying last time. Yeah, like, no, that's not no, going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. 
I'm telling you it's not going to happen, but I'm throwing you a bone as well. Um, Dolph. Dolph comes out in the glorious gimmick. Because he said that's what you need a robe. So okay. Bobby Roode comes out and says, you are not glorious NWO. <laughs> Five. Mojo Raleigh. Oh. Okay. Uh, these are the new patrons for the week. want to say thank you to everybody for uh, putting in your money on Going In Raw and help supporting the show. Without you guys, couldn't do it. Uh, the King of Lazy Style, Zach Fuller. Wicked Raven 13. WWE King 97. Steven Kuipers. Uh, Nick Kelly. Anas Gulman, King of Woke Style, Kaya White, Josh Patz, uh, Chase, uh, Richard Nason, uh, Brian Jankowski, Jay Kujowski, Christian Caputo, Marcus Giles, uh, the true King of Haas, Mighty Quinn is back because I remember that name, Corey Too Sweet Me, uh, Zachary Mathers, Christopher Antonio Cavett, Casey Graves, Jason Bunda De Silva, Thomas McDonald's or McDonald's, uh, Jay Patel, Nick Tate, Alto Votalhe, Joshua Montano, uh, Trey Gar- uh, Garrow, Matt McCarty, and Suds. Sorry, the question here is pretty funny. Okay, go ahead. Um, well, I'll get to that in a second. Hamza Halal, should Baron Corbin retire as a wrestler and become a full-time referee? Yes! And he quits before the end of every match. Well, he becomes a ref, and then, yeah, once he realizes that there's actually work involved. He's right. Quit. Exactly. It's perfect. Um, all right. CM Punk finds her insulting. Oh, no. My Patreon is not working. What's going Should on Did Becky Lynch start rolling her eyes to the back of her head when she uses the disarm her? Yes. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Oh, goodness. Whew. Um, King of Hostile, Joshua the Dynamic Knight Martinez. Hey, friendos. With Shelton being back and being out in a tag team with Gable, you think that team will stay together? I don't know why, but I suspect someone turning heel. No, they're going to be together for a while. Yeah, I think so. I'm really excited for that. Trying to, now i got to clear my cookies, apparently, to get the Patreon. What? Yeah, I don't get it. That's weird. It's very annoying. Um, gimmick left Drew Q. Hey, friendos, how do you see the rest of AJ's title reign playing out? Who will dethrone the phenomenal one and when? Uh, Bobby Roode, no later in Survivor Series. Yeah, because AJ's going to go up to the world title scene after Shinsuke gets mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Glorious. Suds, mm-hmm. new patron here. Do we just get a better American Alpha? Yeah. I was thinking, okay, so what should their, what should their tag team name be? World's best alpha. World's best alphas. World alpha. Because that was Shelton Benjamin's world's greatest tag team. Yeah, I know. The, sta- the golden alpha. The standard alpha. The gold standard alpha. You're closer, maybe. American not. standard. <laughs> Wasn't that a toilet? American yeah, standard. It is. <laughs> uh, uh, that guy. Asuka versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Book it. Asuka versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Asuka goes to the main. She wins the Raw Women's title, wins the SmackDown Women's title. Wins the Universal title. And she just starts wanting to win all the titles. Yeah, yeah exactly. What's going on with your... I don't know, man. I guess I'm reading all the questions today. Yeah, you are. we got a lot of upvoted questions today. 
My good. That's good, man, because I put the word upvote three times. Look, upvote, upvote, upvote. You did, you did, you did. Uh, Nathan Raglan, Dolph said some stuff about music and dancing and stuff, crapping on it all. Where do you think this is leading to? I think it's setting up for the debut of his favorite wrestler, No Way Jose. I mean, I would love that. Yeah, me too. I think it'd be fantastic. And I, I think No Way Jose needs to, needs to, to come up. That'd be great. Jack Dolan, why do they keep building Becky feuds? She, uh, he mentions Ellsworth and Cyborg, and not follow through on them. Well, that was just a Twitter thing. I, I don't know, but Ellsworth, you know, she said in interviews that she was down to have a match against him. Yeah, I know, but you know they're not going to have a... Oh, I know. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do it. Jose GGR, hey, friendos, is there any worse gimmick match than special guest referee? Yeah, uh, there's worse. Oh, yeah, there's plenty worse. Iron Man match. Well, it depends on the participants. Name another bad one. Elimination Chamber. Has there ever been a great Elimination Chamber match? That I don't know. There's been very good Elimination Chamber matches. There's never been, like, a great... Those are too much of a cluster. Yeah. Um, Empire of Cleanliness. Blindfold match. Yeah, that's the worst. Empire of Cleanliness, Andrew Mullen. So uh, he's going to see Hell in the Cell live this coming October. He's very excited since this will be the first his first live wrestling event. However, I have to make a trek back to school and get up for an 8 o'clock class. How do you guys recommend getting out of there in a timely fashion and working out a schedule for the optimal amount of sleep? I don't know how far away you have to drive for Hell in the Cell. That's kind of a major thing. Like if you have a two-hour drive ahead of you or where the case may be. Mm Because usually, um, where is Hell in the Cell? On the East Coast somewhere? Probably. I have no idea. I don't know. It'll depend what time it gets out. Because it's on the East Coast. Uh, it is in Detroit. So that's Central Standard Time, I believe. So it'll end at 10 p.m. Yeah. So if you live in the Detroit area, I would suspect you could get home by 11 at the latest. Yeah. And that's nine hours before your class. You should be good. Yeah, I have no idea. But if you have to drive further, then... Just like, man. Make sure you're you're covered. That guy, are you guys? Just, I don't. I have no. I don't know. I, I what, What's his question? Uh, how would you guys recommend getting out of there in a timely fashion? He's talking about optimal amount of sleep. Are you talking about Andrew Mullen? Yeah, and working out a schedule for the optimal amount of sleep before well, it's eight o'clock. Sleep you need. Yeah, that's another thing too. A lot of you know. Some guys need a lot of sleep. Some guys can operate on. You need six. I work better at least seven eight. or eight. I need. I should have eight. I work better at eight. But I can do six. That guy, are you guys as disappointed as I was that we missed an opportunity for an American Alpha faction rather than just another tag team sending Jordan to Raw right before they signed Benjamin? I kind of do. Yeah. I, I still stand by my heel American Alpha be led by Shelton Benjamin faction. That I think would be, be good. Great. Um, CM Punk finds it insulting. Who are three mid to lower card New Japan wrestlers that could be WWE Universal Champion WWE and who are three mid to lower card WWE wrestlers that could be IWGP heavyweight champion in New Japan. Uh, okay, so lower mid card, lower mid card, and mid Japan? mid to lower card, mid. Okay, so New Japan mid card that can be Universal Champion. Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, that was my the first one that came to mind. He's a mid carder. He's a mid carder. Um, Ricochet. Yeah, mid carder. Yeah, yeah. Well, those promo problems though. I don't know. He's got a weak voice, man. Um, 
loose explosion. No. Suzuki, he's a mid-carder. You think he's a mid-carder? Well, I mean, he has a mid-card title right he now. He has a faction named after him. All right, I guess not. He's an, he's I just a, want to see he him. He just had a world title shot like a couple months ago. I know. Sometimes mid-carders he's are elevated. He's a champion right now. A mid-card champion. That guy's a upper mid-card. Okay, upper mid-card. Michael Elgin. He's mid-card. Yeah. Great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Universal champion. Um, and that belt would look great with his outfit. Three WWE mid-to-lower card wrestlers who could be IWGP champions. Sami Zayn. Oh, yeah. Sami Zayn. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of guys they don't use. What was that? <laughs> dry swallows make me laugh so uh, much. When people dry swallow, it cracks me up. Uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> IWGP. Well, anybody. Vin Balor, he's in the mid-card. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So who's he feuding with right now? Who did he just fight? Oh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah, Bray Wyatt. Oh, Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely yeah. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. 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 Do a couple more with the trivia. Okay. Okay. Dick Knuckle. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Is it time to stop blaming creative? Some people just don't have it. And some people, like Chris Jericho can pretty much get anything over. Some people, very few people can yes. get anything over. Yes. But most people, even the most successful ones, need something behind them yeah. in terms of creative. So, no, we can keep on blaming. I'm sorry if you have a friend in creative. <laughs> that is there. Sorry, Dick Knuckle. I mean, I- <laughs> sorry, Dick Knuckle. <laughs> oh, man. The glorious Steve Klang. Hey, friendos, do you think this current roster is the greatest of all time in WWE history? Uh, in terms I would say of, in terms of in-ring performance, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of what they can do in the ring, absolutely. Ty Dingleberry, power rank members of... This is a really good question. This could be a count-out. Members of factions that were only members to do jobs. Number one's Virgil. Number one is absolutely Virgil. Yeah. The, literally, the man just came out the job on Thunder. Yeah. So, Virgil... Who is the jobber in X-Factor? Well, there's two of them or three? It was X-Pac, X-Pac, it was Albert. And Justin Credible, right? Oh, yeah. Was it Justin Credible? I guess that'd be Justin Credible. Who do you think number three was? I couldn't remember. That's why I asked. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, that was like a job squad right there. Pretty much. Um, Okay, Wolfpack NWO. Who took the jobs there? Disco Inferno. Yes, literally he was just there to job. Um, DX would be X-Pac. Mm-hmm. Or like Road Dog if it was like a oh, solo yeah, yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Road Dog. What about, uh, let's, let's go to each of the New Japan factions. Bullet Club is Chase Owens. Oh, yeah. If he's even lucky enough to get into a match. Um, Chaos. Miano eats a lot of losses. That was Yoshihashi, though. Yoshihashi is in Chaos? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yoshihashi. Um, Taguchi Japan, Japan. I mean Lij. It's the it's Sonata or Bushi. Yeah. What about a uh, Suzuki Goon? Uh, maybe Taka or Taichi. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of jobbers in that. It's just Suzuki doesn't job. Everybody else jobs except for Zack Saber Jr. I know. <laughs> oh, that's a great question though. Uh, let's see here. One more question. Oh, uh, Bree 2J, or Bry 2J, maybe is what he's saying. 
since most arenas are filled with Bullet Club t-shirts. Although I read somewhere on Twitter, and I'm not going to say this is true or not because I don't have a source. Oh, but people go ahead and turn them inside out? You don't think that's true? Well, I, someone responded to, to that rumor saying no. Yeah, just look at the crowd. Yeah. You can see Bullet Club shirts. Yeah. Um, his question is, since most arenas are filled with Bullet Club t-shirts, could you see WWE countering with the brand new strong faction and who would you have in it? I don't an uphill climb. I think it'd be more like uh, Vince saying, "Who's designing our crap? Design better." If you have cool look at the half the people that wear Bullet Club shirts, half the people that are buying them in Hot Topic, probably more than half don't even know what Bullet Club is. It's a really cool looking shirt. Yeah. Same with the Young Bucks. Same with the coat. They're all thematic. They all look cool. Yeah. People don't care what they're about. They just want cool looking stuff. Yeah. A lot of WWE merchandise does not look good. Nothing as iconic as a Bullet Club. No. I mean, no. That's why they tried to rip them off with the club. I know. All right, Steve. Yes. Yes. Hey, ooh. Ooh. Time for trivia. Ooh. Mama mia. This week, we have Attitude and Modern Era. Break it down. Let's start with Attitude. Are you ready? Suck it. Yeah. Big events. Oh, big events. What superstar returned to WWE at Survivor Series 2002 attacking both Matt Hardy and Christopher Nowinski? Uh, He returned in 2002? Uh Uh-huh. Attacking who? Matt Hardy and Chris Nowinski. I thought he said I was going to do good at this. He returned in 2002? Yes, I need an answer, please. He returned in 2002. Attacking who? Chris Nowitzki and Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy? Yes. Were they on the same team? Oh, my gosh. Just answer the question. Hold on a second. He returned in 2002. He attacked Matt Hardy? (laughs) Undertaker? Is it Undertaker? Scott Steiner. (laughs) Oh, really? That's that's how he returned? Yeah. (laughs) That was... mm. Boxing events. Did you switch our cards? Because you're going to get all these. What boxing legend served, <laughs> as boxing. <laughs> served as the special outside enforcer for the WWE Championship match at Mania 14? Mike Tyson. Yes. One for me. Okay. Championships. At the 1999 Royal Rumble, who did the Rock defeat in an I Quit match to win the WWE uh, Championship mankind. for a second time? Says Mick Foley, but okay. Championships. What superstar created as a parody of WCW champion Goldberg? Oh, Gilbert. <laughs> he didn't even bother to read the second clause there. Superstar bio. Superstar bio. Uh, what superstar and former WCW champion went by the name Big Papa Pump? There's two Scott Steiners on the same card. Yeah. It's weird. Superstar bio. What tag team both taunted and delighted WWE audiences with their five-second poses for the benefit oh, of those with that's Edge and Christian. Flash photography. Edge and Christian. We're on to modern era. Modern age. Big events. Big events. What WWE superstar fought three legends, Jimmy Snuka, Ricky Steamboat, and Roddy Piper, in a handicap match at WrestleMania 25? Break the wall down! Correct. Chris Jericho. Big events. you got to put up a... There you go. What WWE superstar faced Akebono... In a sumo match. Well! Sorry, that was a lot, everybody. Big show. Uh, championships. 
Who defeated John Cena in a Hell in a Cell match in October 2009 become a WWE champion for the fifth time? In 2009? Yeah. Hell in a Cell, Correct. 2009? Yes. Became WWE champion for a fifth time? Uh-huh. Edge? Randy Orton. Uh, whatever. Championships. Championships. Who cashed in his money in the bank briefcase and defeated the big show? Well... For the World Heavyweight Championship at TLC 2011. Daniel Bryan. Very good. Superstar bio. What WWE superstar was known to spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool? I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Correct. Carlito. Ooh, I can do a, get a clean sweep here. Last question, please. Why do you have six up already? I'm just saying I can. I can get six. Put your six No, on. ask it. Ask the question. Who is... Cody Rhodes' brother. Gold dust. Very good. Six. You, you get it. you get two. You get two. The stack right here. Who do I get? You get two. You get list of cards. Oh. Dun 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 dun. Sean! Sean! Can't be KFC. <laughs> And Rhino. And Rhino. Oh, boo. What's wrong with Rhino? Terry something or other? Terry Gurdon? Gordon? Something like that. Gurdon. All right. Thank you, everybody. Uh, Guerin. Patrons here in chat. Stick around for chat trivia. Yep. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words? Less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.